Hello and welcome to episode one of the Clock Nappy Geek podcast. Today I'm joined by Amy from Bearbot, who is a UK brand, and I'm really excited that she's joined us to talk about her nappy brand and what also is coming new in the pipeline. Um, she was absolutely lovely to chat to and really entertaining, and I hope you enjoy this session. everyone, I'm Club Nappy Geek and today I am joined by Amy from Bearbutt who are a UK nappy brand that are quite new to the market. Um, Amy is a mum of one as well, she's got a little boy called Harry and we're going to have a chat today about her brand and find out all about it. So hi Amy, um, so Hello. at what point did you decide to start using Club Nappies on your own baby? Um, pretty much from when he was newborn, so okay. I had bought a bundle. I went against all advice that you get. <laughs> and bought the same brand. Um, actually, it turned out all right because he was chunky when he was little. So, um, well, he's still chunky now, but when he was um, newborn, he fitted them pretty much from a month old, which is probably unheard of for a lot of birth to potty nappies. Um, but we were, we did start with the two part system um, when he was first born. And I did use disposables for the first couple of weeks and then I found myself just reaching for cloth more and more. So that's how we started. <laughs> Probably the patterns and things that got me interested as well from the brand that I ended up picking. And also I watched the David Attenborough documentary um, and that made me start researching cloth before Harry was here and other eco swaps. So I switched to beauty cubes instead of, um, I was using Sukin. I don't know if that's a big brand here. Um, I've heard of them. Yeah, they're vegan, aren't they? Yeah. So um, I just switched to beauty cubes. And to be fair, I think my hair condition is much better than it was before. It's much thicker. So that was another thought. Um, to start with, with Harry and the reusables, I was still using um, disposable wipes. So after a couple of months, I switched out to um, reusable wipes because I think that's an easy switch to make when you're mm. making when you're using cloth because um, they can all go in the same wash. So that's easy enough. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's pretty much how how I started. And I think as Harry grew. I started branching out and trying lots of different brands. But as he's a chubby baby, a lot of them weren't fitting him up till a point. I mean, he wasn't moving around then. He was only about seven months old. Um, but that's when, well, actually it was before that that I started researching into my own brand. But I found when I was trying brands, there was like little things I would change about certain ones so that's how it started that I thought oh okay like I might be onto something and maybe there would be a market for a design like the one that I like so that's when um, I started researching. That's so cool I can't imagine just like yeah I also look at nappies and I'm like yeah I'd change this little bit here and there oh, yeah. But, yeah to actually like think I'm gonna make my own like yeah I love that you've done that it's really cool. I've still got pictures of um I bought a lot of 
um, different materials, fabrics like bamboo, microfiber, um, hemp and everything. And I was practicing the absorption. I mean, it wouldn't have been a proper test probably if it <laughs> had all the samples lined up, which one would work the best. And then I thought, okay, this isn't working really well. So I started using the shell of an nappy and then putting the fabric in it yeah. to see which ones perform best when Harry was wetting them. Um, so that worked better for when I was trying to decide which fabrics to use, what dried the quickest, which was a big thing too, because in the winter here, it's not like a hot country. Like you need something that's still going to dry within a reasonable amount of time. Oh yeah, definitely. So I mean, it's my wash day today and yet I've still got nappies on the air for my last wash day that aren't quite dry. <laughs> I know I found that as well with some brands that I really wanted to love and I was like, it's just not going to work here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where did you come up with the name Bearbot? Oh, that was, um, <laughs> it was so hard thinking of names. Yeah. I had so many like fluffy bum and all this stuff. And then, <laughs> and then actually I was out um, walking, I've got a Newfoundland dog and um, I always call her like a big bear. So I thought, God, I should really like try, try and think of something to do with like personal, like so I integrated that with um, my mum calls Harry's bum is bot. <laughs> so it kind of just went, oh, bear bot. And then I thought it's kind of a play on words too, because bear could be spelled B-A-R-E. And that, that's just kind of how it came around. And then I started playing around with the logo, which was really difficult because um, I wanted something that looks like a, like a children's brand. So I didn't want it to just be writing, but I also didn't want it to be too childlike. <laughs> I wanted it to look classy, but as well as look like it belongs within the market that it was aimed at. Yeah, I really like the logo. It's really cute. In fact, before we came on, I was looking at your website and the little um, wildflower cards that you do with the stamp on. Oh, yes, my cards. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, there's like I want to order just for the cards. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been told that by a lot of people. I'm glad that it's worked out. Actually, it was me and my sister that were speaking about it because she's all into butterflies and um, moths and things. And um, she was like, you know, that would be a really quirky idea. And then I started looking into it more. And the first place I found the seeds um, and the card was made in the Netherlands. And then um, I was looking into it more and I found the um, paper mill. Um, down south that are that they make paper I mean they make amazing paper that's got like petals and things in it but the um, cards that they make the seed paper from is from recycled um, paper from schools and offices and things and because they're a charity it's all um, self-funding so when I order my cards it's helping them keep the um, mill going. So I love that you support charity and you've got a nappy that you donate to the um, Bumblebee Conservation Trust as well, yeah. part of the profit farm. So yeah, really good that you're doing some giving back as well. It was it, it is hard to find a pinpoint of charity that um, I wanted to donate to. I mean, from every collection going forward, I'd like to work with one charity. I think there's a, there's a lot more to it than people think. You can just go, oh yeah, I'll donate to this charity. You actually have to have an agreement signed in place before you can even say that you're working with the charity otherwise it's classed as it's like you're using it to sell your product and then you end up not actually donating with them 
So they've, they've brought in a law now where you actually have to have a signed agreement before you can advertise that you're working with a specific charity. So then you have to become a business member, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, it is quite difficult to decide who to devote that um, and donate um, money to. Okay, wow, there's certainly a lot more to all this than I ever realised. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought when I started. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just donate to this place and this place. It'll be... But no, yeah, it needs to all be done properly. Okay, really interesting. Um, so let's talk about the design of your nappy, the All In Two, which was released in your first collection. Um, yeah. What sort of were your must-have features within that? Um, definitely a double gusset was important, but probably to the elastics not being really tight. That was mm. a big thing I found with a lot of brands, um, especially having a chubby baby um, that you got quite deep sock marks from brands and I thought god this is going to put a lot of people off like if they're trying them and um, so that was a big thing actually it took me about 10 times to get the elastic <laughs> to get the elastics perfect and um, the team I work with my nickname is actually Mrs Perfect because I change things to like they, they think it's a ridiculous level like I might move a popper by like half a centimetre or something like up the way like on my um my first samples that I got, um, I noticed that there was curling over the top. So I moved the poppers up by like half a centimetre and they were like, you know, it won't make that much of a difference. And I was like, but it makes that difference. It, like it, it definitely changes like the fit. So like little things like that, um, I think are important. Um, and yeah. I hope people notice when they try them, like example to the snaps being they're not easy to undo but they're not tough like they're like the perfect for childcare and for I tried them on my mum and dad and um, to see if they would because my mum has um carpal tunnel in her hand so I wanted them to be easy for them to fit and um so that that took a few times to get the the snaps right as well which is yeah. all little things but I think people don't realize that when when um well I'm sure some people do, but I'm sure some people don't realise that everything gets tested and ch changed and tweaked. And um, yes, I'm a perfectionist, so. <laughs> That's a good thing to be though. But yeah, and totally with the snaps, like my husband always uses the Valkyrie nappies, but some of the ones I've got, I've got quite tough snaps. When I hear him, I'm doing them, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like you're going to rip that, yeah. like calm down. <laughs> yeah, you end up like, yeah, just wrestling with it, trying to get it undone. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you also do a range of wet bags and nappy pods as well. And I feel like nappy pods are like the real in thing at the moment as well. Like yeah. everyone's got one. And what made you decide to go down that road? Because I think at the time you launched, they weren't so popular. So it must have been quite a gamble. Well, they were in the making for like, I mean, I'll so the timeline basically from starting was October of 2019 was when I started researching everything. Um, and... I put my first order in in February when I was happy with um, the product and I'd tweaked it and we'd gone back and forward. In that time, the factory um, closed because of um, the virus. So they this was um, this, the end of January, they closed for three weeks, but two people from the team were still allowed to go in and finish samples and things like that. So I was still, in contact with them throughout 
but then obviously the order wasn't placed until February and there's a three month turnaround on orders. So I had all this, this thing and like idea, but I couldn't tell anyone yet because I wasn't. So it was so frustrating because I was, I was, I keep an eye on like the groups and things like that. And um, I seen pods getting more popular and I was like, oh my God, someone's got to bring out pods. So it, I was, I wish that they could have been released a bit um, sooner, but that it's, the t it's the times just now, it's hard. There was delays with the first order. There's now the delay with the second collection, um, but it's just a, it's a learning curve, so. Yeah, difficult time to launch a business, certainly. I do yeah. For you. yeah. Um, so where are your nappies made? It sounds like you've got a really good relationship with your supplier. Yeah, they're made in China. So when I was researching manufacturers, I got about, oh my God, about 30 samples from oh different places. I, I got samples from India as well and um, Europe. But when I was speaking to them about where their fabrics are from, um, they were from China anyway. Um, so I mainly focused on the factories in China and set up Skype meetings with all the contacts I was speaking to there and um, just chatted about what their employees, um, wages, everything like that, or like what, what protocols they have in place, like if they're SEDEX um, certified, Oikotex certified um, fabrications. Um, so that kind of split half of the samples off because a few of them couldn't give me that information. So the supplier I chose um, they've got 15 years experience in the industry. So they know what the level of standards that businesses want from them. And they make sure that they're at that level and exceeding it. Um, so that was, that was a big thing mainly. And also the quality of the samples, the stitching, um, the fabrications used. I mean, there's, I, I tried about 10 different microfibers before I chose on the microfiber that would be in the nappy. So like they're not all, no fabrics created the same. Like even, mm. even if you um, have what is classed as a lower end fabric, like microfiber, there's still different grades of microfiber. Oh yeah, 100%. In fact, I was chatting to someone just the other day um, and she has um, two different brands of microfiber nappy and the one needs boosting as you kind of expect to put a bit of natural fiber with it. She said the other one never leaks. Like they yeah. can wear it for hours and it just shows there's different quality within all the different fabrics. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So it just, I mean, one microfiber nappy might not work for you, but then if you try another brand, it might work really well. So yeah. Yeah, and the same for for the you know the what's considered the more premium fabrics like bamboo and hemp and stuff. Again, that you know, it, it's about the weight of the fabric and and the weave yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. So you've got your new uh, print collection hopefully out soonish. Yes. Yes. Um, what was the inspiration behind um, the prints you've got out? They're all beautiful and they're they're all quite different. I feel that it's not like um, sometimes you get nappies where the, the whole stack will be sort of the same color palette but yours feel a bit more mixed and match and they look all cute together well that's why I was I was trying to go for that that, that took a lot of time because what, what happens when I'm designing the um, prints with the artwork that I um, buy from the artists is um, 
I get them all, well, say about 20 different ones. I make the patterns, then I send them off and I get the fabric um, strike off back, which is then printed on the PUL without the TPU um, backing. So I can see what it'll look like on um, a nappy or wet bag or pod. And um, then I go from there. So then I look at them all together, which is difficult because there's so many nice prints to choose from. But um, I want them to look nice together, but also stand out apart as well. Um, things like for the first collection, I have the bear print. Um, and the second collection, I've got the Highland cows. So I've made the cows the same size as the bears. So in a stack, they'll look good together. Um, because I think if I'd made the cows any bigger, they wouldn't have suited each other, if that makes sense. It's just little things like that that, that matter, I think, when, when I'm designing the patterns. But the inspiration behind the second collection was the time of year that I was bringing them out, I think, really suited having the all the fall things print, which is the autumn leaves print. And also, I love Christmas, but I found last year when I was trying to find a print for Christmas time. I, I prefer prints that neutral. Like I don't want to have a Santa Claus nappy with Santa all over it. <laughs> like I, I'd, I'd rather have like a, a florally Christmassy print, but then if I wanted to use it another time of year, I wouldn't feel like, oh, I can't use that because it's Christmas time. It's like, I can, I, you know, I feel like there, you're get, going to get more use out of it if it's not so specific to a one day occasion. So I try and make the prints suitable for a certain time of year, but also that you could wear all year and not feel like, okay, this is weird. Yeah, I totally get that. And there's a there's an eco point as well around, you know, having a nappy with Santa on and, and you yeah. weren't going to put it on in July and it's just sat in the drawer. Yes, exactly. So it's only used once a year and that's not the idea of the whole reusable movement. I think they need to be be able to be used whatever the the, the occasion time of year. So yeah. that's how I, how I decide on the prints. And also the cows was um, inspired by my dog walks um, because there's a herd of Highland cows um, that we go past. And I thought, God, you know what? That would be so cute on an appy. I seen a baby cow and I thought, Oh, really need a Highland cow print. And I couldn't find any. So I was like, okay, now to hunt for someone that can draw a really cute but realistic Highland cow. And that took about two months. Um, and I just sort of was scrolling through Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. And then I found uh, May. So she um, just started drawing in January, actually. Um, and I contacted her and she said that she would be delighted to do. Um, to work with me and draw the Highland cows. So um, that's that's what happened with that. And so the Highland cows were born. I love that one. Like it's, it is really cute and I haven't seen anything like it. Yeah, it's lovely. I um, saw some Highland cows at the farm the other week and they're just like, they're so big, aren't they? Like, yeah, <laughs> they're so it's just, I think it's their, fr I don't know, they're just so fluffy and cute. Yeah, fluffy and cute. And it does look really cute with your bear print as well. I, I hadn't really, yeah 
considered well. the fact you'd made them both the same size, but I have seen them stacked up together and they do look really nice. So it's nice to continue the old collection into the new series. Yeah. So with the uh, new collection, you've also got your all-in-one coming out as well, which is a new um, product for you. So how does yeah. that differ from the all-in-two? Um, it's slightly bigger because of the binding, but um, I've got, the binding was a huge thing because I've ch changed that binding about fifteen times to to get the to get the nappy the way I want when it's on and I'm fitting it so it doesn't so the binding doesn't compromise the fit, which was a big thing. Um, I think it's as thin as it could get without me using something completely different that I don't want to use. Um, so that was the big biggest thing for the all-in-one design. And um, having something with a double gusset as well, so integra integrated into it rather than having the double gusset on the PUL. The front elastics too, there's something that's been changed a lot because I started off with quite a tiny bit of elastic and it wasn't sitting right when I put it on. So that got changed to a longer piece of elastic, but I'm waiting to hear from the majority what they think of the, because as a brand, I want to make bring out a product that's finished and great but also if the majority of my customers are saying okay this could be due with a little tweak then that's something that I always take into consideration too which is what I've done with the all-in-two it's got changes from the first collection but the changes really make it a much easier nappy to fit which was my main goal too when when I was creating the nappies was making sure that if someone new to cloth tried them they could just put it on and not have to faff around, worry about trying to tuck the insert because it wasn't sitting pro like it needed to just go on. And even if it wasn't the perfect fit that they've got, it works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause you do see a lot of issues with, um, with fit problems. So yeah, the easier it is to get the nappy on the yeah. better. Definitely. Yeah. And then the other things just come, come with it after like little tweaks like example so, some babies the all-in-two is better tucked into the knicker line whereas other babies I found probably more skinnier babies they do fine with it not tucked because the inner elastics at the thickest part of their leg rather than in the thinnest part of the knicker line if yeah. that makes sense yeah it does yeah okay that's quite unique, really. Normally, it's an either or, isn't it? Either in the nickel line or left on yeah. the thigh. Yeah. Foolproof. So just what works, really, for, for your baby, which is yeah. like most brands. Yeah, and we do all like different stuff and our babies are all different shapes and everything. Yeah. yeah. So what is, I think I know the answer to this, what is your favourite print you've um, ever made? Okay, it's definitely the Highland Cow. <laughs> but the thistle print, the thistle print, Tia Thistle is basically a nod to Scotland um, because after living in Australia for 10 years I realised that Scotland is a beautiful place to live and there wasn't a thistle print celebrating the flower of Scotland. So what's next for your brand? What have you got coming up? I've got um, a newborn nappy coming out. 
Wow. Um, yes, it's exciting. It's so cute. And when it came, I was like, oh, it's everything that I thought it was going to be. And it's so <laughs> tiny. And um, actually, the other, um, I've, I had one come, which I've sent to be tested. And then I've got another 20 coming. So they're, they're arriving next week. And um, I asked on my Facebook and Instagram if anyone that's due a newborn would be interested in trialing the nappy just for little tweaks. I, I mean, I've not got a newborn now. So obviously I need someone that's got a newborn to help me out with that. Um, so that's great. And I found some amazing testers. Um, one lady's clothed four kids, and this will be her fifth um, baby. So she's, I'm sure, will be, I mean, I'm sure that all will bring different um, opinions and um, feedback to the table. And I can't wait to just see the nappy on like a tiny little newborn. Yeah, that'd be so cute. <laughs> so cute. Um, and I've got some other things coming up, but I'm not going to reveal them yet because um, they're still in the testing phase and also it takes me a while to release a product because I always end up going back and forward so I'd rather just not get anyone excited about something that will <laughs> end up being like a year down the line yeah lots of exciting things so so you've just great. had some um new print samples delivered as well whilst we've been on the call yes which we're not allowed to see but that's very exciting <laughs> oh I can't wait to see them. The bag's sitting over there and I'm like, oh my God, I just want it over it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, in which case, I will let you get off and you can go and open your prints. Thanks for your time today, Amy. It was lovely chatting. Thank you so much. Thanks. I appreciate the time speaking about the brand and everything. And good luck with everything yourself. It's exciting. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please remember to subscribe to my channel and leave a review. And if you know someone else that would find this content really interesting, then please feel free to share it with them as well.